Welcome to Growing Through Grief. I'm your host, Diana Curtis. Growing Through Grief is a weekly sprinkle of education and inspiration to help you take action that leads to personal freedom and greatness. I share powerful conversations with grief experts, spiritual advisors, and other courageous souls in this transformational podcast. I believe with the right support and the power of community, you can eliminate unnecessary prolonged grief. I'm here to teach you how to normalize, recognize, and use grief as a growth tool. I've been a champion for growth for decades since the loss of my mother. Together, we are growing. I'll give you weekly tips and small steps that will move the needle forward so that you are experiencing a healthy inner relationship with yourself. Let's get started. Hello there. Today's conversation will be a lovely one. At least I hope so. It's a conversation that you're going to love. Why do I think you're going to love it? Because it's about love. We're going to be exploring love in a different way. I'm talking about the kind of love that is always already available for you. You don't have to look for it. It's already there. Now, I realize some of what I might say will not sound normal to some of you. And the insight that I provide here might not be easy for some of you to apply in your life, at least not for right now. And that's okay too. While others of you will not have to make a huge adjustment in your normal way of thinking and understanding about life. So if you're asked to share a part of you that's difficult to do, then don't share that part. Give yourself permission to not do it. Your heart may be broken into little pieces and you can't go there today. It may be difficult to hear what I'm saying or even share your heart when it's breaking. So you get to choose. You can try it or not. You can pause this conversation and come back to it later. But we're going to explore how you can get out of your head, let go, and release what the mind is telling you. Do you know that it's your mind that's leading your life? And the mind is either leading you in the direction you would like to go, or it's leading you in the opposite direction you would like to go. And that opposite direction could be creating more pain than necessary. Know that it's not always safe up in your head, yet you can change what's floating around in your mind and your thoughts and your perceptions and your judging. You can change what's floating around in your head when you're ready. A clear mind creates a clear heart. It creates a heart that can be a safe place to land. That is, if you allow it to cleanse itself. So how do you do that? How do you cleanse the heart? 
One of the ways I believe you can cleanse the heart is by creating a positive space in your head for the truth to land. I mean, all of the truth. And I realize some of this truth for you will hurt your heart. But we're not going to stop there. We're not going to stop at the place of hurt and pain. The plan is to acknowledge the truth, heal it, release it, and replace it with something else. If you're willing, you can purge a little bit. You can release what's no longer wanted or needed in your life. You can create soft spots for your heart to land and for your heart to feel safe. And safety breeds openness. So let me share a few things that I learned about the heart. Nothing complicated, very simple. You've heard it before. Nothing new. The heart is experienced as the center of love. The heart is where empathy resides. And in an open heart, that's where you can allow the entry for both love and empathy. An open heart allows understanding to replace unforgiveness. An abundance of love, empathy, and understanding brings a lot of goodness. And who doesn't want goodness in their life? So how do you allow that goodness to come in? How do you stay in love with life even when life is hurting you? How do you breathe empathy and understanding in those tough, rough, painful, unbearable places of loss? Today, I'm going to share ways to center yourself. And I'm also going to share ways to surround yourself with nothing but love. A heart that's open can understand the unthinkable. An open heart can understand another person's thinking, even when it's in total disagreement. So I said I'm going to share ways to center yourself. And I think the number one way to do that is to look at your open heart as a gathering of your feelings. Feelings about the difficulties of life, feelings about the difficulties of others, but not just the difficulties, but the great things, the positive things as well. But we're going to focus a little bit on the difficult things right now. Once you gather your feelings, you simply be with them. They are your feelings. They're your own feelings and emotions. So be with them. Get clear about them first. Know what's inside of you. It's then and only then that you should consider more deeply what is happening regarding your loss regarding your upset, regarding your pain, regarding your trauma, regarding the other person. Once you can see you, once you see inside of you, once you feel and experience what's going on inside of you, when you can see how your emotions are really just that, they're your emotions, then you will see that those feelings were likely there before this new event occurred. 
this new situation, this new circumstance, this new challenge, this new problem. Once you can see you, once you experience what's inside of you, it will be easier to heal the pain of your loss of whatever is happening. It would be easier to care frontate and get back to the person you feel hurt you. It will also be easier for you to help yourself and others have a better life. So the other thing I said I would share is ways to surround yourself with love. I think the number one way to do that is to find a community that can hold you doing whatever season you're in in your life. It's like going on a quest with a compassionate care unit. It's like going on a quest with a, I'll call it a love intensive care unit. It's like having a loving, compassionate, caring community for yourself. Here's a question I get all the time from people who know me. The question is, Diana, why are you not consistently sharing here on your podcast about your Compassionate Hearts community? And my response is, I just tend to forget. I think people know. So here's a little bit about the community. It's a membership community originally designed for women who were dealing with loneliness and isolation. But it quickly turned into a space for women to come and be held while they healed from trauma, loss, grief, changes, whatever the situation is. And it is now that compassionate care unit that I mentioned earlier Women all over the world are inquiring and desiring to join this community. It's a safe community of trusting, like-minded women who are gathering to express and release decades of emotions. Emotions that are ready to be released and express themselves. Now, I know it sounds like I'm talking about a thing when I say emotions that are ready to release and express themselves. Well, I am. Emotions are things. Thoughts are things. It's energy that's driving your life. And it's the energy that's mostly taking you in a direction you would rather not go. So if you are interested in joining the community, Compassionate Hearts Community, or even having a conversation with me, please reach out. You can reach out to me via my email at diana at coachingtotheheart.org or on any of my social media platforms. You can DM me on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, wherever. All of that information will be here in the show notes. So there. You now know about this opportunity to do life with others, to do life with others. Okay, so back to the things I've learned about my heart. I do know that from experience that loss of relationships can be one of the most painful to deal with. So let me ask you a question. Are you the type of person who share your heart freely? 
You share your time, your energy, your talents, your abundance, your knowledge, and you share your love. You're not holding back on anything. That's what makes you an accomplished person. It's what makes you a sought-after person in both your professional and your social circles. But then one day, one day, you realize the emptiness inside of you. You realize there was very little, if any, love being poured back into you. You realize you've been doing life in a one-sided way. And now the law of reciprocity is knocking on your door. It's here to show you the effects of how an unbalanced life is showing up for you. Now, the law of reciprocity says there must be balance in giving and receiving. And you're off balance in all things, especially relationships, if you're just giving and not receiving. Now, this law doesn't say you have to receive it from the same individuals you give to. Yet, there may be a blocking of energy in that relationship that you're always giving and the other person is always taking. There's no resonance there. There's no flow in the relationship. There's no going back and forth, you know, the tossing, the giving and receiving. So that relationship will likely shift or maybe even fall off. Know this. Know that it's not your fault. Your job is to stay in love with that person. No judging. And don't even try to control how the other person shows up. All you should do is to do your best. And know your desire to show up the same way for them may change. You still, you stay in love. And allow nature to do what only nature can do. Allow change to flow easily. Don't fight it. Don't try to hold on to it. Let the relationship flow in the direction and in the way it's supposed to go. Change is always occurring. Just like day and night changes, allow your life relationships to change as well. And it's okay to experience what you like and dislike. But then one day you will realize that change has moved you closer to things you love closer to the things that you like. That change has moved you closer to the purpose that God has chosen for you. Remember, life is about giving and receiving. And when you fight change, when you fight losses in relationship, you will suffer. So here you are. I said all that to say, here you are dealing with a change suddenly you feel pain, both physically and mentally. Something is, something has happened to change you, all of you. Your inside is different. Your inside is hurting. Something significant happened to change who you are inside. You are becoming closed off and guarded. You are afraid. All of this is normal, and it's a protective shield for your heart. So expect it, yet you feel the need for healing. 
you feel the need for healing that physical pain, that mental pain, and the emotional pain. And it's time to become number one priority in your life. Are you feeling invisible? Are you sliding through life feeling hopeless and wishing someone would come along and save you? Is it time to stop wishing and time to get busy living life, creating what you desire, living a victorious life of fulfillment in a community with other compassionate hearts, healing, growing, transforming into your greatest potential? Sign up now for the next course, Growing Through Grief System, a holistic and compassionate approach to limitless growth and healing. Visit www.coachingtotheheart.org to learn more. Celebrate yourself, your life, and your legacy. We are growth seekers, mastering the game of life and creating a different reality beyond grief and loss. Do you remember the five things I mentioned at the top of our conversation? No? So here they are again. These are just a few things that I learned about the heart. The heart is the center of love. The heart is where empathy resides. An open heart is one that allows entry to both love and empathy. An open heart allows understanding to replace unforgiveness. An abundance of love and empathy and understanding brings a lot of goodness. So how did I integrate those truths in my life? Number one, the number one thing I decided to do, I chose to do, I choose to do daily, I vow to keep my heart open. And I invite you to do the same, to tune into your whole self, know when to call time out, choose to go inside, tap into your heart and heal it. Feel the shift when it's happening. Feel the change that's happening. Choose to be more loving to yourself first. And be open to whatever is coming your way. Lean into it. Let it move through and out of you. And allow those subtle changes to unfold so that you can become more of what you were purposed for. And in that space, you can allow more love and more forgiving to come in. Remember to let understanding replace unforgiveness. Allow love beyond that physical disagreement. Allow love beyond what you feel and see. Allow love in beyond the space that you've labeled good and bad. And that's where community comes in. In a loving community, you will be met in the middle of good and bad so that you can explore and get curious about what's there. Then watch. Watch how you will begin to show up in the world with more self-compassion. That's number one, self-compassion. And then you will begin to have compassion for everything and everyone. So you see, Help is available. Seek it. Allow it. Pause from what others consider normal for you, which is normal for them. 
is not normal for you because your life has just changed and you're in a new season of life. Others don't get it. Everybody around you may be confused about your behavior, about your response to a loss, and you don't know what to do. So what if I tell you this is an opportunity for you to experience an even grander version of yourself? What if I tell you this is an opportunity for you to experience an even grander version of yourself? But this self, this you, has to be created and revealed as you navigate through the process of loss and trauma, grief and pain. And be prepared for the possibility of those who've been with you for years or even decades, they may drop off. They may drop off, hopefully just for a season. Have you noticed how people come out on the other side of painful situations? They come out demonstrating and expressing themselves in ways they never imagined. There's nothing more gratifying for me than when I hear individuals share with me how if given the choice, they would not have wanted to have experienced what they experienced, right? Yet, that experience made them a better, more fulfilling, and free person. Difficult changes often forces individuals into a deeper dive of themselves. What about you? Are you willing and ready to open yourself to new behaviors, to embrace and demonstrate behaviors that serve you to experience an even grander truth about yourself, to express yourself. You know what I'm talking about, that self that you have hidden from the world for a very long time. This could be a fascinating moment of self-care. It could be lots of new creativity and or art with profound expressions. Are you ready to commit to moving forward with your own individual and personal evolution? Now, this pain, this process, this growth can take you to a whole new dimension. It can help you rise to a whole new purpose, a purpose that involves not just you as an individual, but you as a model and servant to the world. Many people become leaders by which others on this planet are supported in their growth and their expansion and their freedom. But the key is to choose you first, self-care first, heal yourself first. And if you don't already know your purpose, you will likely become crystal clear during your healing process. You will realize and tap into parts of yourself you never experienced before then you get to model what healing looks like on the other side. You get to become a role model for the world. I know being a role model might sound a little scary, but we're all role models. Everyone is watching everyone else to get their ideas about life. That's what fashion is all about. It's a way to give us inspirations and ideas for our own life. That's what television ratings are all about. 
It's a way to give us some ideas and concepts about life. That's what these polls and surveys and even elections are all about. We're taking all of our cues from each other. Someone said something either today or yesterday that inspired me to have this conversation with you on this topic. So listen to your heart. Listen to positive messages and then turn those messages into your own. Take your time. Go as slow as you would like to or as fast as you would like to. Decide whether you will live life consciously or unconsciously. Decide whether you will live life on purpose or accidentally. Choose to move to the next level of your life. Do things you were afraid to do until now. Do those things you were told you couldn't do. Do it now. Embrace these new behaviors. Explore, explore, explore. Let moving through this world become very attractive to you. And allow your new life to help and touch the lives of others. Help others move to a place of power simply through knowing you. Simply through knowing you and watching you. Give your life a whole second level of meaning of impact. Begin to share your life in different ways. Experience your life in your own unlimited ways. If you haven't figured it out yet, this is about sharing yourself. Share yourself with others when you're ready. Carve out the time you need for yourself, but stay connected to the world. Stay connected to others. Share yourself with family and friends. And if your entire family is grieving, is experiencing their own trauma and healing process, seek support outside of your family. Consider joining a community that will help you. Get back on track. Consider joining the Compassionate Hearts community. Get back on track and seek out for support that will help you stay on the right path, that will help you to change and create that new life that you want. So I've shared a lot of examples here. These are examples and a little about my process. Yours will be different. Whatever you do every day, ask for support from your master teacher. Be guided into the doorway of light and gentleness. Tune into your center. Sit in calmness and peace. Ask for help to be more loving. Allow ease and simplicity to flow. Choose not to make your life harder. Strive for progress, not perfection. No worries, absolutely no worries if you miss the mark today. If you judge yourself, if you judge another, it's okay. Just work on that and be grateful for progress because perfection is not possible. Don't beat up on yourself. There are enough people around you to do that for you. Ask yourself, what am I doing to myself that I would not do to another? 
What am I doing to myself that I would not do to my friend, my family members, my colleagues? Cease the self-violation. Love yourself. If you must beat yourself up, grab a feather. Touch your face, your skin with gentleness. Love yourself. Peace is available. Just be still and there's peace. And remember this. When something comes to an end the way you are used to it showing up in your life, choose to celebrate its continuation in a new way. Yes, be with the pain of it all. Welcome it in. Be with it. Experience it. But don't resist it because it will persist if you resist it. Allow it to move through. Allow it to release itself. And then you get to change your mind about that thing. You get to reframe it. And if you are afraid, welcome that too. Fear is love expressing itself. Let all of life move through you. Live in the wholeness of God. And while you also mourn your losses, as much as you can, celebrate the love that existed. Allow that love to live on. Allow that love of that person to live within you forever and forever. It's all about love. Love is it. Love is all there is. Hold to your truth no matter what it looks like. Love, love, love. Recreate yourself. Start creating the greatest version of yourself. Put in place the grandest vision ever for your life. And so it is. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Growing Through Grief and being part of this loving community of women. If you enjoyed what you heard, please share and spread the word. Let's help all women become richer and more nourished in their heart so that they're able to just keep on rising. And if you haven't already, subscribe, rate, and review the show on your favorite podcast player. If you have any questions, comments, or topic ideas, or you would like to be a guest on my show, you can reach me directly at coachingtotheheart.org. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you on the next episode. In the meantime, keep on growing.